what dwells in the depths of your podcast selections if it isn't the Dead Red Herring podcast? Of course. What else? What else, really? Yeah. With me, Roland. And with me, Magnus. And we're here to talk about just that. What lurks beneath. What lurks in the deep web? No, wait. <laughs> you don't want to know what lurks in the deep web. Oh, I'll show you. <laughs> no, no, no. Let me just whip up the torch. No, don't enter the red room. Oh, look at that. Ah! <laughs> oh, look at that, a girl. What are they? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> are, are they making pastry? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That turn, is actually horrifying. Turn, turn dark. Just like that. And just like that. The flick of a switch, it turned dark. Yeah. <sighs> and speaking of dark, the, the, the concept of what lurks beneath. Yes. It, it's like, uh, if we go into games, we go into movies, series, books, you know, the, the, the uh, usual suspect <laughs> when it comes to entertainment. Your media of your choice. Yes. There are certain genres and tropes, and uh, one of them is... Of course, fear. Yeah. Uh, and, and that includes things that live either underground or in water. And for some reason, people have a, a big problem with stuff that live in water or yeah. underground. Because yeah. it's this unknown. What is it? Don't really know. Exactly. So it's scary. Yes. The concept of fear. The unknown. It could get you. You don't know. Yeah. Boo. <laughs> and, I mean, it doesn't really have to be anything special. It could just be that it's this creepy crawly thing that's not really dangerous, but you think it looks dangerous or creepy, and therefore it's going to eat your toes. Yes. <laughs> Nibble on your toes when you swim. Or, or maybe there's a pike just going for a real grab. Pikes are scary. When you Pikes can, can be scary. When you're not seeing them. Well, they're all around, or at least <laughs> up here for us. They're all—they are all around, all around. Yeah, un unless it's a special, specially made ponds or, or uh, small lakes for sport fishing. Then usually there are no pikes because they would just fuck it all up, <laughs> fuck it all up and kill things. Yeah, you know, which they do. Yeah, because they're hungry. They're gluttonous little. Fuckers. Who isn't? Who isn't really? I mean... Yeah, true, true. Or it could be a nipple fish. <laughs> Son of a... <laughs> I almost took off my left nipple tit. Do the damage. But, uh... Manslayer aside. Manslayer <clears throat> aside. It is more creepy with things underwater than something underground, I think, but, uh... It depends a bit, but generally I agree with you. Because when you have water, you have the added element of, uh, first off, moving in water yes. is come kind of out of our element. <laughs> but also, I mean, we're not supposed to be in water. Mm. We can't breathe. We can't move. And if we go too deep, we'll get crushed. Yeah. So it's not our It is literally not realm. our element. Exactly. <laughs> So, if you go into water, whatever has it as a natural habitat will always have the upper hand on you. Yes. They will always be faster. They will always be able to manage. I mean, they live there. They can breathe and everything. Mm. So, 
you're always going to have a harder time. Yeah. And if we take a look at the underground scenario, mm -hmm. even though you might actually have a... Uh, bit of an easier time navigating, moving, and just generally stay there mm. than underwater. Whatever makes its habitat underground will have an upper hand on you because it usually have senses specialized for that environment. And digging. Not forgetting about the digging. The, the biggest factor going both underwater and underground is uh, that your ability to see is very impaired. Yeah. Your Even ability to see, your ability to fight back in some cases, your ability to run away are yeah, limited. Exactly. And uh, since humans aren't really made for digging <laughs> naturally, it might be a hard time to just, uh, you know, you can't do, really do like Minecraft and punch the wall <laughs> and, and suddenly you have a way out. I'm going to punch this wall full of dirt and just pocket the earth as far as I go. Ah, don't think so. Yeah, but the reason that uh, I'm bringing this up, this subject, mm -hmm. was because I had an interesting conversation with my fiance about, you know, underwater creatures. Yeah. She has a fear of uh, water yeah. and beings underwater. Yeah. Because she has really poor eyesight. Mm hmm uh, so without glasses, she she, well, it's basically zero. Yeah, <laughs> more or less. <laughs> I mean, she it has to be really up close for her to actually see anything Very without her glasses. And when she goes swimming, she loves swimming, mm -hmm. but because she can't see, it increases the feeling of unknown and yeah. the uncertainty. Exactly. So when you can't see something, it becomes scary. It becomes a threat. Yes, and. That made me think about some of the worst experiences I had in gaming. <laughs> and funny enough, one of these was when I was playing uh, Dark Forces 2 Jedi Knight. Uh-huh, yeah. Because at that one point, you have to run through a... Uh, I guess it's sort of a sewage system, but more of a... Uh, storm drain mm -hmm. but at some points there are pools of water and there is something in there mm -hmm. and these things they're, they not, don't really move so they look like giant uh, jellyfish but uh -huh. with tentacles and when you get close they whack at you and I think they sort of electrocute you as well but these made me feel so goddamn creeped out that I began to almost have problems with water levels yeah yeah i can i could definitely see that and, and that it's also part of this that i am out of my element and don't really know what it is it's just <laughs> you're in my world now yeah sort of now sure i've gotten over it mostly there are still some things that made me go oh fuck that no 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 no. that's just too way fucking creepy <laughs> but for the most part i don't have a problem mm. now there are certain things that made me go Oh, shit. <laughs> like, for example, in Resident Evil 4. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Which I think you experienced in first hand. Yeah, you were so uh, <laughs> delightfully friendly to show me the uh, <laughs> Here, first take hand the controller. Experience. Shoot it in the water. There are fish there. You just oh, collect look, them. Get you the fish. 
Yeah, and up came the giant mutated fish and swallowed you whole. Yeah. First time I experienced that, that was a real scare. <laughs> and then was like, what the f***? And then it just became a, a funny party trick. Yeah. <laughs> Here, let me show you my big mutated fish. <laughs> <laughs> Came out wrong. But yeah. But I've noticed a pattern when looking on, especially YouTube, mm? for people's thoughts on uh, underwater creatures and uh, enemies and so. Fuck them. A lot of people seem to have a problem with the giant eel in Mario 64, which I find kind of hilarious. <laughs> well, <clears throat> to their defense, I can see why, but I can also see, uh, but I also know why not. Because, like you said, it doesn't attack, mm -hmm. but it looks freaky as fuck. Yeah, it looks scary. Yes. And, of course, I mean... We're talking about something that's really in the uncanny valley. Mm. And of course, if you're a small kid playing this delightfully cartoony game and suddenly that monstrosity Spe appears. Spell me trauma. Yeah. Of course, I can understand there might be some impact. However, that's not the most horrifying thing in that game. The worst thing in Mario 64 is the goddamn piano. <laughs> I was not ready for that when it happened. Clung, 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 clung. Yep. Suddenly, Motherfucker. Uh, suddenly sprouting giant teeth and chomping at you. I mean, not even the Shane Chomp was that scary. In that case, you know what you're getting yourself into. But okay, it's a big chain shop. Okay, fine. It's chomping at me. What is that? A piano? Oh, let's go close the door. Yeah, exactly. Now, sure. A piano, a grand piano in a haunted house that should have been <laughs> some form of warning. Should be a clue, yeah. Yep. But no. Eh. You're not really that smart as a kid. Yeah. Another thing that happened to me, just to continue on the whole thing. All games. traumatized you in your childhood? Yeah, exactly. Turok 2, first time going to the catacomb limbles. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Suddenly giant spiders. <laughs> in... Quite tight um, corridors or, or tunnels. Yeah. And uh, they swarm you from everywhere. Mega arachnids! <laughs> yeah, well, these are big as small dogs, so I mean. Down boy. <laughs> yeah, that, that wasn't really a pleasant experience. And now we're on the underground section. Again. Yeah. Again. <laughs> so. so when you have creatures that live on the ground that are in their element, we can at least we can start with, uh, well, since you're into spiders, we can start with spiders and spiders, spiders in this stuff. Ah shit! No, but, but <clears throat> arachnids and insects. Yeah. Yeah. The creepy crawly. Oh god, I got a flashback to a scene in the, you know, the King Kong movie, the first mm, remake, no, the one with Jack Black in it. I haven't seen that one. Okay, because it has a scene when they fall into a uh, a crevice or a ravine, mm -hmm. and it's full of these big-ass bugs. Big-ass leeches, big-ass centipedes, oh. big-ass uh, crickets and all that. And it's... They, they made that scene in such a way that I feel so uncomfortable thinking about it, because... It is a quiet, barely no music, barely no action. Mm -hmm. It just starts to feed on them. And there's nothing oh. they can do about it. And it's so goddamn haunting. 
I I can see that. God, I'll have to check that scene later. Yeah, I I just remember because they some of them get out of there, yeah. of course, but yeah. most of them bites the dust there, and and it's in that such a way that they can do nothing about it, and it's yeah, that that is truly horrifying. So that is an also an uh, aspect of the element of now you're in my world, little puppy. Yeah, yeah. So bugs underground. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there hasn't really. Well, okay, sure. Uh, for a while there were a lot of these bees. Uh, horror flicks like uh, Eight Leg Freaks yeah, I oh think yeah. it's called and uh, there's some movie that it, this one's really old though uh, Ants yeah they come or okay yeah and the, I, yeah, I think the one with the ants yeah, yeah. exactly giant ants attacking <laughs> and I mean at some point they actually made uh, insects or arachnids yeah. the main enemies and I mean, I can see that now. Ants, I don't, I don't really have any problem with ants. I think they might be annoying mm. little shits. Yeah, but I mean, they they are really important to the ecosystem. Yeah, uh, spiders are also equally important to the ecosystem. I actually had a pet pet spider mm-hmm. at one point, um, so I don't really have any problems with that. Now I can think they are really uh, creepy, at yeah. least when it comes to certain sizes of them. Like, uh, if if you think of, uh, I'm going to say, a bigger house spider. <laughs> yeah. Now, up here in the north, they don't grow that big. But, uh, I mean... Southways? Yeah. Yeah, if you <clears throat> go more to the Pacific or to the uh, weird country that is also a continent, they have their own deadly selection of uh, giant-ass spiders. Although the Huntsman is not lethal to humans, as far as I know. It's quite a docile house spider uh, and might actually be quite benefactory for you to have them because they they keep pests at bay, (laughs) which most house spiders do. They are actually a good thing to have in your house because they eat all of the creeps that might otherwise ruin your house. Mm -hmm. So you shouldn't whack the spider just because you see it, although I am guilty of doing this because, you know, I don't really like the big crawly spiders going around and suddenly jumping up on me. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, the spiders are beneficial, but if you want it dead, just leave it be. A frog will take care of it later. Most probably. So there's or always a bigger... statistically, you, you swallow, what is it, three, three and a half spiders a year? No wonder I'm so full in the morning. Yeah, well, sleeping, so... <laughs> Not sure how often that happens to us, but still. Yeah, a load of bull in my opinion, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I haven't filled myself uh, eating yeah. spiders, so. Uh, <laughs> I, but I, oh. but the, an, an, another conversation that my fiance and I uh, fell into the other week that we take took a look at uh, a spider in mm-hmm. our uh, in our garden, feeding on a fly. Yeah, <clears throat> and. Sure, it's it's feeding. It's it does what it does. Yeah. But then it got me thinking. Imagine if that thing were like the size of a shelob in Lord of the Rings. Oh God, help us all! Yes. I mean, when you think of how spiders feed, yeah, they spray you with. It's a sort of enzyme. Yeah. Well, well, a a it's a venom, but what it does, it it it, liquefies you from the inside. Exactly. So it basically turns your inside into mush and sucks you dry. Yeah. Imagine a human 
<laughs> getting in, uh, yeah. That happening to a human? Exactly. Oh. Yeah. But now that is Insta freaky. Insta mummification, more or less. Yeah. It leaves you completely... Right. Yeah, what is that word? Decimated. Hmm. But I think it all boils down to when we feel fear for these things below, it is in the element of we are being hunted and being not anymore on top of the food chain. Yeah. I mean, a lot of folklore involves creatures in the dark, in, in the deep. Yeah. Uh, for, for example, one easy example is the troll under the bridge. Yeah. That is still, it's what mm-hmm. lurks beneath. Yeah. And it, it, it counts, people. It counts. It definitely does. And people were actually believing that there might be a troll under the bridge and you should not disturb it or you should always be ready to barter with it. Yeah. Uh, now, sure, they, <laughs> I can feel a bit like uh, it's an interesting myth. Yeah. I mean, it's folklore. But I can also see why they made a folklore about it. Mm-hmm. Because. As a child, maybe you don't want to fuck around under the bridge in the yeah, stream and all that. Yeah, you tell the that. kids to stay out of our... And you have an old bridge, it could collapse, you could fall yeah, into the yeah, stream sure, and drown. Sure. So, and don't don't trust strangers. And yeah, it's a, that might be... I mean, a hobo living under a bridge. <laughs> you never know. It's a troll. <laughs> <laughs> it's just an angry homeless person. <laughs> Very hairy homeless person. <laughs> It's actually a big. F- oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Smells checks out. <laughs> Skunk ape. <laughs> and we have in our little folklore, we have these subterral creatures that is called the one. Actually, the one that the ones that dwells underground, the underjordiska. Yeah. With basically it for uh, vettar tomtar. How do you fucking translate that? <laughs> actually, vetta could easily be translated into goblins. I suppose they, they're not goblins no. in a, a, a uh, in a modern sense. Exactly, not in the fantasy RPG sense. The and tomte is actually what we call a tiny man-like creature mm-hmm. with a pointy hat. Imagine a garden gnome. Yeah, exactly, but. Uh, these are, in folklore, they're always clad in grey. Mm-hmm. They might have a, a de- depending on, mm. they might have glowing eyes or not. They might be friendly. They're usually friendly if you treat them right. That yeah. is. It's all about equal exchange. For example, in folklore here in, in the north, it's usually told that you might have these gnomes Gnomes is actually the right word for it. Yeah, yeah. Think about it. You can have these gnomes to help you out at the farm, but you must always pay them for their work. Mm. If you don't, they will burn your farm down <laughs> or kill your cattle or just make a... Living hell for you and your farm and the yeah, ones that exactly. live on it. But if you treat it right, it will help you out. Yeah. And usually it's that you should offer it uh, milk or it could be... Uh, porridge. Porridge. Maybe some other food stuff. Mm. I don't think there's any any myth or, or part that uh, said you were supposed to offer anything else. But, but uh, I mean, local variations always exist. I suppose. I have always heard porridge. Yeah. But, uh, porridge with a little knob of butter. 
Yeah, that, that's usually what they want. Mm. Or as I said, milk. Oh, milk. Of course. And it could be very beneficial if you help these little gnomes out. Yeah, exactly. So. And uh, speaking of trolls, uh, from my home region, there is a myth about a big stone. Now, th- this is one of them stones that came rolling around during the glacial times. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, it's a big fuck-off rock. <laughs> and uh, the myth is that beneath this, the Little people yeah. uh, usually gathered for festivities. Uh-huh. And at one point, there was a boy that uh, went there and spied on them. Oh, he went there? He went there and spied on them. <laughs> and I think at some point, uh, there was also trolls involved in this. Mm-hmm. Of course, there's always <laughs> trolls involved. Of course. When it comes to... But... Uh, I think that it was that he he took a horn or something from them, and they started chain, chasing him when he had stolen it. But he went across the fields, and uh, th- there is something in, in the uh, story that he was supposed to ride uh, across in a certain pattern. I think I've heard some sort of he he rode. Across the uh, lines in the field. Yeah, the, the, uh, they plowed lines. Yeah, exactly. So they made crosses. Yeah, exactly. So at that point, the trolls couldn't follow him. Mm. And he got away with the horn. It's a big-ass cross on the field! Get yeah. two shit! And also, it was said that these little people gathering under the stone was supposed to have a lot of treasure. Well. And sometimes these little people also stole children away and to bring them with them and have them live there and stuff like that. I mean, yeah. th- th- that is usually, it's, it's like our Nordic form of the uh, changelings. Exactly, yeah. That's a totally, totally thing about that with changelings and bookbeating arrow. Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of the things that you might have in old English lore mm-hmm. or uh, old British even. Yeah, uh, a lot of that you can actually find example of in old Nordic myth. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and speaking more of the uh, sort of water creatures, we've already uh, mentioned these before, but the bekkehest. Yeah, the horses that live in the water that come up and steal children. It is the them. yeah exactly the Nordic version of the kelpie. Yeah, and uh, necken. Yep. The, the uh, fiddler that sits in the middle of the stream. A naked fiddler in the stream. Exactly. <laughs> and he lures down people to drown them. Uh, and, I mean, these are bound to water. Yeah. And it made people afraid of water. Because it... As they should. Because... They, I mean, you should have some sort of respect for water. Because, I mean, that the force that can be in a stream, that's... Holy crap. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, fuck around uh, long enough in the stream and you, you, yeah, you're bound to drown. Yeah. Especially in the time where swimming was not a heard of thing. Or, or, or it well, wasn't a regular... It wasn't something that was taught on common... Exactly. On common grounds. But uh, if, if we're going to move a bit out to sea, <laughs> we have the stories of the mermaids. Mm-hmm. Not, not the Disney kind. <laughs> not the, oh, big... Eyes and lovely wanna be with the sailors and uh, lovely lovely. No 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 no. We're talking about the kind that lures sailors with their either looks or singing. Yep. As well as the sirens. Exactly. Lure them down to drown them. Mm. 
and or eat them. <laughs> I mean, real folklore is hardcore, yeah. scary. It's not supposed to be lovely, lovely no, fairy tales. They're supposed to be warnings. Exactly. Teachings and warnings. Yeah. Or just some weird form of explanation about uh, phenomena. Phenomenons that you couldn't really explain in any other way. Which then be, uh, brings me to another uh, ocean or sea uh, creature that uh, are in folklore the Draugen. Not the Draugr, mm? but the Draugen. Mm? Which is a. It is said that sailors who died out to sea were bound to become a Draugen. A huge creature with empty eyes and an empty fish-like mouth, who screamed. And when you heard the dragon scream, you were bound to be drawn down by it into the ocean. Your boat was to perish and been drawn down by the dragon, Unless you made it into port, or the uh, into beach. That's some Lovecraft shit right there. That is some very Lovecraft shit. So, it, it made me think of, okay, how could this folklore come to be? Because... That is a fun thing to think about. Yeah. How could this... Where does it originate from? Precisely. So it got me thinking of, when you're out at sea and you hear some wind phenomenon that makes... Wailing. Yeah. You think, okay, what the fuck was that? Yeah, I mean, it could be a strong gale. Yeah. It's some... For example, if you're close to some kind of reef or or cliffs, Mm -hmm. there might be some sort of screaming, quote-unquote. I mean, when the wind goes through certain objects or, or just get to certain vibrations it yeah. will sound like a real scream yeah or a howl exactly so it, of course it could be they had this sort of warning to tell that okay there's danger nearby yeah but it might be actually a reef mm. or, or a cliff exactly exactly so it, of course if you made it to port you're safe yeah but it could as well be that you get you get caught in a stream and crush your ship against some some, yeah, and some, uh, some survivors might have said, oh, oh, there was a big scream, and then everything... Yeah, uh, exactly. So the, the legends might have... I mean, usually trauma does that to people. <laughs> trauma and shock make you see and hear and, and experience things that might not actually be. Trauma, it changes things. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, ge- I guess it's kind of mandatory. If we're talking about sea... The things that dwells under the sea in folklore and all—we have the kraken, yeah, yeah, of course. And I mean, it's not really unreasonable to believe that people might have um, encountered something like the kraken of myth. No, exactly, because we have evidence of the giant squid. Yeah, and I mean, I mean a stray giant squid up yeah. here in the north. I mean, yeah. What the hell is that, Captain? It's a squid, but it's giant. What? Yeah. I, I, it, it's really fun to think about the giant squid because they've been so elusive. Mm-hmm. And it's only in recent years that we have gotten real evidence for them. Yeah, that is cool. And those have, as far as I know, only been the smaller examples of them. We don't know if there's something bigger mm-hmm. lurking down there. <laughs> Since we know next to nothing about our oceans, the deep parts of the oceans. We know more yeah. about the moon than yeah. we do about our own oceans. How many percent of the ocean is unexplored? Uh, around 85 to 90 percent, I That think. is a lot of ocean that is unexplored. Yes. Now, they've been doing surveys and so, but I mean, it's not like they've really been explored. Mm. 
Because, again, it's not in our element. No, of course. Just thinking about these sounds you hear on the ground, I, I'm thinking about the, the bloop. Yeah. That is an interesting one. That is an interesting one. Funnily enough, it's <laughs> on the <laughs> west, in the Pacific, <laughs> the coast of right. South America. Very close to a certain sunken city, if I may say so. Yeah. That is uncannily yeah. okay. close. For the people that don't know the references. <laughs> For the pl- people who play in the home game, <laughs> I'm talking about the sunken city of Relier, where, where Cthulhu is resting, resting, dead, resting and dreaming. Yeah. And it's supposed to be a bit of the coast of Christmas Island or something like that. I think so, yeah. It's supposed to be almost in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Exactly. And the Blue was some... It is a sound phenomenon that was in a certain frequency that it would indicate that something big have made this. Mm. And, of course, it could be anything from gas pockets, could be sub submarine icebergs, I think, one explanation. rubbing against that one. I think there was like submarine icebergs that are rubbing it against each other, making this uh-huh. grinding sound. But the fun thing, it, it it was more of a organic sound. Oh, crap. Yeah, <laughs> ex- exactly. So, yeah. It, now, we're not saying Cthulhu. We're not saying Cthulhu or any other star spawns here. However. <laughs> <laughs> the possibilities are endless. Exactly. I mean, when you have this whole H.P. Lovecraft mythos, it, it, yeah. it is chuck full of submarine yeah and that's because he hated you know crustaceans and ocean living things <laughs> he hated a lot of things that he, he he was a man of solitude yeah exactly so and we, yeah i mean i can understand crustaceans are special and uh, you just imagine yourself, you're suddenly face-to-face with a giant, I don't know, crab or, or a crayfish. Mm-hmm. It, it might actually be sort of <laughs> scary. Everyone's getting sand hill. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you're going to Far Harbor in Fallout 4. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, what is it called? The Red Menace? Or the Red... I'm just, I'm just leaving it at that. I, I'm gonna check this one out actually mm-hmm. because because uh, Red Menace wasn't that communism? That was communism. <laughs> I think that's what they're playing at. Oh, uh, I see. Oh no, sorry, Red Death. Red Death. Yeah, I'm just leaving it at that. People who play the game know which one I'm talking about, or <laughs> made that mission. For those of you that don't know, it involves—is it a container or a truck? Oh no, no, this one is completely different. Oh really? Yes. The because the ones I don't want to spoil it actually because the, it's the a one fun I'm mission. thinking about is the, the giant uh, hermit the fucking crab. hermit crab. Yeah. yeah, that that lives in is it a container or a truck? Whatever it, it is. is, a it is a lorry container. Yeah. So I I mean it, it's it's a big way. ass hermit crab that jumps out at you. Emphasis on jumps out. Speaking of jumping out things in Far Harbor, fucking anglers, man. Right, what are those? Ah! What are those? <laughs> <laughs> well, at first, there is a plant there called, called lureweed. Oh. It is a little 
glowing oh. flower that looks like it's uh, hanging there yeah, yeah. At, at a um, And you bonfire. there as a player going like, oh, maybe I can collect this. I can collect this. Fun. Oh, you can collect this. It's fun. Oh, you can make beautiful things. Oh, there's another one. And then suddenly, kaboom, there is a big ass... Well, it's a combination of a frog and an anglerfish that explodes out of the water with this goddamn glowing flower growing from its head. So yeah, it's a big ass... Yeah, we see where they've it's got it. It has apex predator anglerfish. Yeah. Speaking of anglerfish, just a bit of uh, interesting uh, culture thing here. <laughs> uh, anglerfish in Swedish mm-hmm. is mor ulk. Mm-hmm. And there is an expression for especially women to be a real <laughs> mor ulk as a angry, bitter, really mean person. Yeah. So, a real anglerfish. A real anglerfish. Not in the sense of uh, luring you in and trying to eat you, but just being mean. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Ugly. Ugly mean. Yeah. Hey, pretty lady. Nice nuts. Exactly. <laughs> Case and point. Yeah. But speaking of other monsters in games... Drowners in The Witcher. Fucking Drowners, man. Yeah? That is a fun one. Well, they're not really hard. They're just annoying. And then they have... When you swim, they're fucking annoying. Yeah, well, I haven't been able to swim yet. Because you can't swim in the first game. Oh, that's right. I'm still in the first game. Oh, that's right. Uh, But then you have these giant leeches. Oh, fuck. I think I'm... I don't remember what they're called right now, but that's also... What the fuck is this? (laughs) Giant... Leech creatures that walk on two legs and uh, wants to eat your face. We shouldn't be nicely segueing into another uh, underwater thing that is a kind of a big leech walks on two legs. Fluke, not- bo- fluke boy. Oh yeah, fluke boy. Okay, yeah. technically, technically, it's not a leech; it's a fluke worm. So it's a tapeworm, I think. Yeah, a fluke. Is that what they're called? That's what they're called. Okay. Or there's some kind of tapeworm yeah. that is well, called it, a fluke. So the thing here is that it's part of the first season of the X-Files. Yes. And it's a Monster of the Week episode where you have this mutated tapeworm that has become uh, humanoid. Yep. And interestingly enough, the person who plays that monster mm-hmm. becomes later on goes and becomes one of the best writers for the show. Fuck me. Yeah, that's really interesting. But anyways, the creature, it's full costume. Mm -hmm. It's awesomely made. It's scary as fuck. Yeah. Creepy. Well, it is in the Uncanny Valley. It's really in the Uncanny Valley. And uh, the thing with it is that it lurks in water. And it can squeeze through... uh, It lurks in sewage. Yeah. And it squeezed through uh, pipes and stuff. Yeah. And, I mean, on one side, looking at it, now it isn't really that much of a scare factor. But When you explain it from an outside perspective, yeah, yeah, of course, it's kind of ridiculous. But on the other side, on the other hand, looking at it and really being into the story, and the first time you actually see that face coming up from, from the dark, water mm-hmm. holy shit that is scary yeah that really creeps you out that lips with a 
four hook teeth. Yeah. Yeah. And suction cup mm. thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that that is a pure example of creepy creatures in water. Yeah. Exactly. Ugh. Nasty. Nasty stuff. Another just to more or less finish off the the uh, mythological creature track. Yep. Fucking go ahead. You have Nessie. Nessie, of course. Yeah, exactly. How can we forget about? How can the, we forget about Nessie or our own Swedish yeah. version of it all? Stuhlhjulet. Yeah. Which is supposed to live in northern Sweden. Stuhlhjulet. In Stuhlhjulet, exactly. Which is in uh, Jämtland. Jämtland. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that is not important. Yeah. Oh, don't say that to Jentlenia. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Som igen är norman. Som igen är danska. I vilket fall. Xenophobia side. Xenophobia? No, 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 no. It's about unification. All of the Nordic is supposed to be Danish. Debatable, but moving on. <laughs> but uh, the funny part here is that there are equally as many uh, creatures or, or myths about creatures, sea, uh, sea monsters, sea monsters like Nessie or Stuhlhjulet, as there is more or less cultures. Hmm. Because we, you were looking through a list earlier. Yeah, I And there did. were a lot of these examples. I mean, sure, a lot of them were in sort of U.S., Canada. Something like US that, Canada, but... U.S., Canada was some in South America, yeah. one Turkey. Yeah, it was but all over like, the place. Uh, these big sea creatures, sea monsters, seem to have a certain place in uh, cultures and myths. Yeah, I think the one because Nessie has cemented itself so hard into like the sea monster culture that everyone okay Loch Ness, yeah, of course, yeah, Loch Ness monster. I mean, hmm. there have been well, coincidentally, many instances mm-hmm. of encountering this monster which has I guess it has cemented itself so hard I don't know I mean yeah well it's it's part of the thrill and a mystery mm-hmm. I mean uh, do you think it's something there since there's no real evidence of it I guess I just have to be skeptical I will always keep an open mind mm-hmm. if evidence is presented yeah Real evidence will garner uh, trust. Yeah, of course. So until the point where I actually have hard evidence, I will be like, it could be, but probably not. Yeah. I suppose. I mean, the one thing that keeps it so unexplained is it's because it's so goddamn hard like, to, to uh, research. It is so deep. It's deep, and it's filled with these underwater caves. Really? Yes. Huh. So it's kind of hard to pinpoint. I mean, you can basically say, oh, okay, fuck it, let's go with the um, sonar and just boop. Yeah. Where is it? Oh, fuck, it's there. Big. Yeah. There it is. Or there's nothing there. Well, it is filled with these crevices and caves and underwater so holes. It could be that this... Creature, whatever it is, live in these caves. It could or be. it might be that these caves connect to something else. Exactly. Like in <laughs> Subterranean Lake. That would be cool. But <laughs> hmm. it could also be this 
this big ass catfish because catfishes have been known to grow to this <laughs> substantial sizes. So it could be a very very old, very well well fed catfish that lives there. Yeah, it's not impossible. I mean, if that got kids, then yeah, the legend lives on. I mean, if Hooray. you want to see big-ass catfish, look at the waters around uh, Chernobyl. <laughs> yeah, oh god. Stalker theme intensifies. <laughs> but yeah, that that is... I, I guess that is the thrill of having a big lake somewhere and just... It builds up the story about a... I think it's interesting you saying this about big lakes because we got two big ass lakes here in in the country. The Bannon and Vetton. Yeah. As far as I know, there is no story about any sea creature living in those. That is weird. I I see what you mean. Because I think about okay, sea creature in Sweden. Is it Vannon, Vettern? No. No. Stuhlen. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's... I think it's also I think they made research, actually, of the Storsjön, and I think they found something big and organic there, actually. I haven't heard anything I mean, about it's it. very... I know that they, they once a year they go on a search, but, I mean, still nothing. <laughs> you would think that after this time they would have found something. Or maybe they're just lazy. They just use it as an excuse to go out on a boat and drink. One thing might not rule out the other, so. <laughs> so yeah, but that is that is a fun phenomenon about. But I don't. I mean, apart from the old folklore, I mean th- these the modern sea creatures. I they are more like urban folklore nowadays, or urban. Actually, when it comes to more modern sort of uh, sea monsters or so, more. The only thing I can really think of is the Megalodon. Yeah, that is... <laughs> oh, that, God. That, that is actually the only thing I think of when it comes to modern. Yeah. Because all else is uh, either a rehash of old stuff. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, g- giant sharks. Jaws put the giant shark on the table. Of course. But today it's sort of... It's the Megalodon that's it's the big baddie. Yeah. A remnant of the old, of the old prehistoric world. Yeah, a big ass white shark. But but am I wrong in that they've theorized that it should actually still be alive? I think so. It's heavily theorized, but I think they can't have actually. They, I don't think they've found any evidence for it, but by theory or or whatever reason. They believe it might still be there. Well, with 85% of world's ocean undiscovered. Or unserved. Well, well yeah. n- not really explored, yeah, exactly. we should say. Yeah. I'm just saying, what fucking lurks in the Marinara trend? Marinara? Mariana trend. Mariana trend. <laughs> yeah. Marinara trend. Well, you could ah! always ask, uh, was it James Cameron that went down there? He, yeah, he did actually. Maybe he saw something. Just thinking... He found that weird goddamn relics Park and, and and uh, uh, pillars with strange creatures carved into them. Sorry. <clears throat> oh, did I say that out loud? I'm sorry. 
Either that or a big glowing spaceship. Have you seen The Abyss? Yes. Yes, I have. By James Cameron. That that yeah, was an interesting one. That was an interesting one. I mean, that scene where... It is uh, Bruce Willis, right? I think it's Bruce Willis. He takes on this uh, liquid uh, suit. Yeah. And goes down the uh, ravine. Yeah, exactly. And seeing this big-ass glowing... Yeah, and it takes him up and everything. Nope, I think it's Ed Harris. It's Ed Harris? Yes. That's yeah. another gem. <laughs> oh, damn. Oh, dang. Well, then. Yeah. So, I think that basically covers the submarine undiscovered monsters. There is a lot of more, but yeah, what well, more can we say, really? Well, could look at it like that. If you're going to make a list, let's say, name three water-based enemies uh, or... Uh, monsters, either from games, movie, whatever, that you think are name-worthy? From games and movies? Mm-hmm. Or TV series. Take your pick. Or Legends? Nah. Uh, okay, um... I mean, the Kraken is... It is name-worthy because it's so... cemented. Mm-hmm. Because it, it's presence in uh, Clash of Titans. Yeah. The, the Greek Kraken, then. In that, in that sense. They have a Greek Kraken? I think they have something like that. Because as far as I know, the Kraken is a Nordic thing. Mm, I know. But, I mean, the Greeks, they have the Hydra. Yeah. And the Skilla. Yeah, yeah. Hydra and Skilla. I mean, they're... Meh. They're neighbors in the Maelstrom, so... <laughs> How neighbor? <laughs> How yeah. monster neighbor? What is it with the Greeks and having three-headed things? I mean, they have a... Giant lizard with three heads, and they have a giant dog with three heads. Uncontrollable thing. Chaotic monster thing. Yeah, I bet there's a lady with three boobs somewhere as well. Well, on Mars, I think there is. <laughs> but, uh, uh... That's a difficult... A di- hard one, actually, because... But I think Bruce... Jaws, basically. Hello, Bruce. Hello, Bruce. Well, the big-ass... The big-ass shark. And the Jaws. Jaws. Yes. That that is, that has cemented itself in uh, in pop culture yep. submarine terror things. So we have Kraken, we have Jaws. I'm just sitting here thinking about games. Fucking, I can't I can't think about it one actually. Hmm. <laughs> All right, Mister Leading Question, <laughs> what did you want to? The the invisible creature in Amnesia. Fair enough. That walks around in the water. Yeah, that's true. That's horrifying enough. Yeah. You have the uh, thing in Half-Life. The Ishtiosaurus. Yep. That fucker scared the living crap out of me. True. More than once. (laughs) And third... Hmm. Actually, third is a difficult one. I agree. Third is difficult. What the fuck? just that I can't really remember any real... Let's say third one is a charm. Bullshit! Yeah. Well, maybe honorable... Not honorable mention like that, but you always have the giant uh, uh, crocodile alligator in Resident Evil 2. That is true. That is true. You, I mean, you, you never really count on that to appear when it does. Yeah, that's true. Okay. 
if I may add the third one, mm-hmm. because we all we already talked about it, but yeah, the big ass fish in Resident Evil Four. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you you have a boss fight with a yeah, with a yeah, fucker yeah. in the afterwards. So, so I, I guess it counts. Uh, yeah, I'd say it counts. So, I mean, when you're standing in the boat and that fucker just coming right at you, and you're like, okay, fuck, fuck, no, fuck, no, fuck, no, fuck, no, fuck. No, 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 oh, no. thank God, it. <laughs> yeah, pulled it away. <laughs> Christ. Yeah. So I we ha- we do got in in later times we have uh, the subterran creatures. If we're gonna talk in movie wise, we have the mole people from that old movie. Mole people. Well, they're, I haven't seen that one. Well, they're mole people. So, well, stupid mole people <laughs> digging tunnels. I mean, have you seen the picture of the goddamn things? No, I haven't. I'm just gonna show you on a picture because. What about the noble mole people who lives in our... <laughs> I was going to search, search mole people and got mole propane. <laughs> Close enough. Oh, Christ. Okay. Yeah, they're funny looking, but really uncanny. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, they, they dig around looking for victims, etc, etc, etc. You have the chuds. The chads? Yes, the chads. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Goddamn chads. Now the chuds, the cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers. Also from the movie. Chuds. So yeah, they they are they basically are what that they describe. Cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers. Yes. So, imagine just yellow-eyed mutants with big pointy feet. Yeah, exactly. You have those, and if we are gonna jump a little having a little quickie in the Warhammer fantasy. You have the, the grots. Yeah. They are underground, so it counts. And then you have my precious rat boys. You're fucking skaven. No, precious rat boys. No, they're pests. They no. bring disease. No, they bring gifts. No, they don't. They bring plague. It is gift from me to you. Here you go. <laughs> Sigmar, damn you. Yes. But the, the fun thing about skaven is... A majority of the people in the Warhammer fantasy world doesn't believe they exist. No. For fun. First, for starters. Yeah, it's kept quite under wraps. Especially in the Empire. Exactly. We don't talk about this game. No. I mean, I I can understand the whole point of, oh, let's not talk about that. It it might spread mass panic. (laughs) We have a hard time enough as it is with the vampire counts and chaos. I mean. (laughs) Yeah. Do we really need an under threat? Yeah, here we go. Skaven. Yeah. A unstoppable wave of vermin that will consume everything. And the fun thing, they they can spring out of basically nowhere in the hidden crevices from the earth. Yeah. Just pops out. Pop up out! And uh, then, uh, just as fast as they appeared, they're gone. Exactly. So those are my favorite subterran dwellers, really. Yeah. Well, they did gnaw... Away the world, causing it doom. Whoopsie! Yeah, I mean, they even managed to gnaw through existence itself. <laughs> How can you not love those things? Easy! Vermin! <laughs> Interdimensional vermins, or inter-realm, really, but... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't really have much for the underground portion. Really? Now, it is kind of unexplored in that sense, but we have may mentioned basically everything we can say about the underground. Okay, we have the Morlocks from the Time Machine. They are 
basically underground dwell- yeah. dwellers. And usually when things are underground, I don't know really how to to spell it out other than they they aren't really used that much as as an antagonist really. No, but I, I think th- there is one story with uh, Lovecraft. Uh, which one is it? There is this manor and the family that that secluded rats, rats in the walls. Yeah, yeah, and one. they spring out. It's more or less like fucking Skaven. <laughs> they they turn into some <laughs> form of weird rat-like people, yeah, and they just scurry out and destroy. More or less everything. Yeah, and the family has uh, given them human sacrifice for yeah quite a long time. I gotta read that one again. Yeah. It has a cat with a kick-ass name. I'm just meant saying it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but otherwise, there's really not much when it comes to the underground. I, for some reason, I started to think about Alien, but that is more because they, they build their own sort of... Yeah, sort of cave systems. Mm-hmm. And well, and make hives. Ants, really? Yeah. Big ass of. ants. <laughs> Space ants. And then, yeah, I mean, you have the silithid in World of Warcraft. Mm-hmm. Uh, annoying fucking bugs. <laughs> I can hate them. Well, in, in all aspects, I think goblins are the sub-terran threat in fantasy-wise. Yeah, goblins, orcs. Orcs, that's true. They also do... Well, then you have the dwarves that are also the subterranean. <laughs> Threat. Yeah, well, lurkers. Yeah. And then they dig too deep and release the fucking Balrog. Because you know, why the fuck not? Never forget, never forgive. Yet still, I love playing as dwarves. Well, I, I like dwarves. They, they're interesting. They, they're usually very honorable people. Mm. They're but stubborn they, as a mountain, but they are stubborn with their honor. So... Yeah. Unless they get greedy. It's, exactly. it's like, ooh, I found an Arkenstone. <gasps> I want more! Well, well, it is their honor, so. <laughs> my honor is my gold. My gold is my honor. <laughs> you figure out the rest. Yeah. Well, also, it depends whether it's Tolkien or if it's D&D or whatever else yeah, the system true. it is. But if we take just the generic fantasy dwarf. You can take the Norse dwarf. Blacksmith. Originated from maggots from the giant Ymir. Right. That's interesting. That's why they love to dig tunnels. Oh. Ah. Yeah. It's interesting. And now you know. And now I know. Yeah. I only know that the dwarves in Nordic myth, they are the greatest blacksmiths and uh, inventors. Yep. They may, and I mean, it's not only iron and steel that they work with, I mean. It's gold. Gold. And precious metals. Creatures. And creatures, that is true. <clears throat> I mean. Uh, and magic runes. Sleipno. That's true. <laughs> uh, Sleipno, the Odin's horse, which has, is it six legs or eight, eight legs? Eight legs. Yeah, they made that. Uh, aren't I they? I thought the it was Loki made that. It's is an offspring from Loki. Actually, that might be true. Uh, yeah. That might actually be true. But I'm guessing they shoot the fucking thing. Yeah, they, they absolutely do. But I know that they made Gungnol, Odin's yeah. spear. They yeah. made Thor's hammer, Mjölnir. Yeah. They also made these bracelets that of gold that drop others. Mm-hmm. 
that's true. Uh, what else have they made? They made Thor's uh, belt. Yeah, his belt. Increases his strength. Yes. Uh, didn't they also make this sort of like a napkin or something and they can summon a ship? Yeah, uh, I think it was... Uh, who the... F- was it Boulder? Yeah, I think Bo- it is. Boulder had the... He, he could basically throw out his uh, rag or napkin that turns yeah. into a long ship, so... Yeah. And uh, were they the ones who made... Uh, oh, the pig. Sarim, no? Maybe they made him, or he just existed, I don't yeah. know. Well, the pig, they get slaughtered and uh, made into food every day, but next day he's back. Do you think he's traumatized? I don't think he cares. <laughs> <laughs> he's just blasé about the whole thing yeah. now. I, I love the way that there is this uh, comic form, uh, mm. Valhall. Oh, yes. That and one. the way they depicted Sarim not in that... It's like whenever they're carving up pieces, it's like, oh, it tickles. <laughs> it's funny. <sighs> cool. We didn't even uh, mention uh, uh, Needleman. Oh, Jormungandr. Yeah. Needleman. That is a fun word to say or spell out. Jormungandr. <gasps> Big ass snake biting its own tail, keeping the world together. Growing, 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 growing. What's that? Oh, it's me. <laughs> exactly. And right, one of the challenges for Thor when it was supposed to lift a cat, it was actually an illusion. It was lifting that fucking snake. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, people should really read the, the legends. Yeah, they're interesting. I'm just sad that the only stories we have are either from uh, Snorre. Mm. That uh, he wrote them like what five hundred years after. Yeah, sort of and then we have the them. monk that only went by hearsay, and that was also a couple of years yeah. after. So we have no real records of the Nordic culture. We can basically assume that they are that he based them on the yeah. old I mean, culture. Also, mm-hmm. if if we look at the ones that went to uh, Miklagord, mm-hmm. that is modern day Istanbul. Yeah. Constantinople. Constantinople. <laughs> but uh, th- there is the uh, the records of... Was he a tradesman, an Arab tradesman? I think so. Yeah, and he's the one that say that the, the Vikings are a uh, serious people with no humor, and they spit and uh, sew in their bath water or whatever. <laughs> but I mean, that, that could... We don't know... How nah. good these sources are. We do know that uh, the Nordic peoples were really keen on keeping appearances. Yep. But uh, it, in my mind, it just goes against everything to have people line up and one by one taking turns to use the same water to clean themselves, and each one may spit and uh, blow their nose in it. <laughs> it, it seems like. No. Nah, nah. I don't buy that. No, bloody Turk. <laughs> or whatever he was. Bloody... Yeah. Constantinopolist. <sighs> okay. I guess there is... There might be more to talk about with this, but... Yeah. Uh, I think we'll leave it for another time in that case. Exactly. But please, 
tell us what do you think about uh, today's subject? Do you have any uh, more input about uh, different sea creatures, monsters, or the like? Yeah. What's your worst experience with a water level <laughs> water creature? Exactly. Do do you have we missed something that is the, that you that think you, is really important? Exactly. Like you said, how could you not mention that? This is iconic. Are you stupid or you just actually we didn't mention the creature from Black Lagoon? Fuck. <laughs> But now we did. Yeah. Ah, but honestly, I haven't seen any of those movies. I have. So I, I don't have any idea what they're about. I only know that there's this water creature coming up to steal the beautiful ladies. Yeah, that pretty much sums it up, I think. Okay, then. We, now we <laughs> talked about it. I think I have it. I think we can see it. Yeah, yeah. maybe we should. But uh, yeah, underwater creatures, underground creatures. What are your opinions about the... Precious rat boys. Should they be exterminated? Or should they be uh, condemned for their... <laughs> yes, condemned. Absolutely condemned. Or command. commended. Commended. For their actions of bringing... Should be con condemned or commanded? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, you can always get in touch with us on Twitter. Yep. The uh, handle is at Podcast. You it, should find our both of our yeah, accounts you, on that. Yeah, you there. have DRH Magnus, and I go by DRH Podcast. Yes. So you will find a difference there. You can get in touch with us by sending a email. Yes. Uh, with the <clears throat> with the address of uh, dead.red.herring at gmail.com. And, of course, you find our stuff on uh, YouTube, on yep. Spotify, Twitcher... Twitcher. Twitcher. <laughs> on, yeah, actually, we're, we're on Twitch as yeah. well, streaming. Uh, but we're on Stitcher. That was <laughs> That's the one. the one. That's the one. Or any other place where you can find podcasts. Yeah. You should be able to find us there. Exactly. And on Twitch, like we said, we do our streams now yep. and then. Yep. And trying to get a schedule in there. so <laughs> Trying to. <laughs> and on YouTube, you can find our... You will find our episodes, and you will find a little bit of best of streams, best and, offs and uh, let's some, plays, and some let's plays. You know, funny stuff. Exactly. You would not be disappointed. I promise you. <sighs> and so, with that said, the we didn't talk about the reptilians. We don't talk about the reptilians, and oh. you know that. <laughs> <laughs> But with that said, thank you so much for listening. See you later. Ta-ta! Crippling anxiety about our impending doom. Hernia. <laughs>